Welcome, everybody, to the Hot and Cold Fantasy Football Podcast. It is your host, Grant Horch, alongside my friend, co-host, and fantasy football analyst, Alex Kreiser. Alex, what is up with you? How was your wild card weekend? It was a very exciting weekend. Lots of fun NFL games. Great triple header. Yeah, I agree. Besides the Super Bowl, I think the wild card games are the best games. Usually the closest ones, so I enjoyed my week, too. All of you guys, go follow at the Hot and Cold FF on TikTok and on Instagram at FF underscore hot underscore cold. And go follow Alex and I uh, at Gash73 and at Acrys3. Uh, we're getting right into it. Uh, this is some news that Tom Palacero broke yesterday. Doug Peterson out as head coach in Philly. I think it's a bad fire, Alex. What about you? I think it's time. I think he had a great, a great ride. You know, they won the Super Bowl. You know, him and Carson Wentz, they just kind of fell apart. And I think if Jalen Hurts is going to be the top five fantasy quarterback that he might be expected to be, I think this is great from a fantasy value. And even for a team value, I think that Doug Peterson is not the right coach for Jalen Hurts. I think he's a great coach, don't get me wrong. It's just definitely not right for Jalen Hurts. Amazing move, in my opinion, for the Eagles. But there's definitely, you know, there's definitely – bad things about it you know he's had great experience in the playoffs he's definitely he's built a young quarterback like Carson Wentz so you know goods and bad for sure oh no I disagree I think the reason why they fired him is because he wanted to be with Hurts they need to fix Carson Wentz and that's why they're going to bring in a young offensive coordinator I can see them bringing in Joe Brady something like that Arthur Smith Brian Dayball I mean they're interviewing Todd Bowles there's no way he's getting the head coaching job uh they're gonna bring someone they're going to bring a young coordinator to fix Wentz. I don't even think Hurts Hurts won't start for them next year. They're 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 just trying to fix Wentz, and it starts with firing Peterson because Peterson uh, did not want to do it. He wanted to coach Hurts. And by the way, why is uh, their their general manager Howie Rose been not fired? He should have been fired a few years back. I mean, you got to fire Howie before you fired Doug. I mean, Doug's considered a successful coach, especially for the Eagles franchise. I mean, he won a Super Bowl for them a few years back. But here's where I'm at. Doug Peterson's been successful with every quarterback in the Philly organization besides Carson Wentz. I don't know. I just think he's going to be impossible to trade. Uh, Belichick likes those kind of quarterbacks, but, uh, you know, we'll see uh, one more piece of news, and then we're going to go right into our new segment. Uh, the Cowboys hired Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. They fired, like, uh, they fired Mike Nolan a couple weeks back. I think it's a good move. I mean, you're going to have some leadership there. Yeah, I, I do too. I think Dan Quinn is pretty solid for a defensive coordinator for sure. He took that Falcons defense and, you know, they definitely improved over the season. So, yeah, good move for the Cowboys for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they have to, he has to do better than Mike Nolan. Um, let's get into our new segment, Hot Take Tuesday. Alex and I want to uh, finally start this segment. We're very excited each Tuesday on the pod. We're gonna, Alex and I are going to say a hot take. So, Alex, start with you. Yeah, this is a hot take. It's definitely progressed over this season. Hollywood Brown is going to be a top 10 re- fantasy receiver next season. I like that. I like that. You like I that? Agree. Yeah. I think I think the breakout, I think it took this guy a little more time than other receivers to really break out. And he's been really damn good as of recently. You look at his numbers. You know, he's definitely, you know, I think, I think it's a mixture between Andrews and him as Lamar's favorite target. But they're gonna I don't wanna say run less with Lamar, but they definitely wanna, you know, more focus on, you know, hitting their first round receivers. So I'm expecting huge numbers for him. He's got that amazing long ball ability. 
and I really like that guy next year. No, I figured out. I figured it out. Ever since Stappens has taken over as the number one uh, running back, uh, Mar- Marquise Brown's really emerged. I don't know how, but I've just been looking at the numbers. I had both those guys in fantasy. They really emerged. My hot take is I think the Steelers need to fire Mike Tomlin. Wow. Wow. I, I, I think they do. I don't think – I think I think they got – this is going to be a very interesting offseason. We're going to talk about it later, especially for the Steelers. They're $31 million over the cap. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a $41 million cap hit. They're going to have to let Juju walk. They're going to have to let Connor walk. And Dupree's gone too. And I, I'm like, oh, well, Dupree's going to leave. Maybe they can get J.J. Watt. No, they want to re-sign Dupree. There's no way. They, they, there's no way they can keep all three of those guys. My, Mike Tomlin's a great head coach, but uh, him and their general manager, I mean, they're going to have some, they're going to have some tough decisions to make in the off season. All right. I have, a, I, I have a question though. Yeah. They fire Mike Tomlin. Are you saying that they're rebuilding? Cause I think firing Mike Tomlin means they're rebuilding. No, I it's, I don't No, no, no. I don't think they need to rebuild. It's kind of like Pete Carroll, but I was going to say Pete Carroll, but he just got an extension. So I think he's the highest paid coach in the league these guys need the pete carroll and mike talman are huge motivators huge motivators and they hold their players to a high standard but none of those guys are calling the plays yes the yes you can blame it on my coordinators and by the way we'll talk about about this later in the show seattle needs to fire their oc but i i just think i they're they're they need they're ready to win now but i i think that there's need to be some major changes and i think mike tomlin is a big part of that. The AFC stronger than ever. It was the strongest conference this year. Baltimore's coming up. The Browns are um, really emerging. And then Cincy with Burrow. I mean, people are catching up to Pittsburgh. So th- there's got to be some changes there. That's just me. Um, Sean Watson trade rumors. Holy crap. I mean, this is a big one that broke. I was so surprised at this, but I wasn't surprised. I want to talk about some teams that can afford them, guys. Nine little bears, everybody. I got very upset. Not a lot of teams can afford them. There's only a few teams. New England can afford them. The Panthers can afford them. San Fran is a lot of free agents. If all those free agents walk, they will be able to afford them. Those are just a few teams. Alex, oh, Miami can afford them. Where do you want to see them go? For me, I think there should be 24 teams calling. There's around seven or eight teams. There's Tampa. There's Seattle. There's Baltimore. There's Buffalo. There's Green Bay. There's Cincy. There's Chargers. There's a few more. But there should be 20 teams calling to upgrade their quarterback because Deshaun Watson's a top three quarterback, and that guy's going to win you a Super Bowl. Alex, what are some teams that you'd want to see in the I would say there's about, like, 15 teams. You know, the teams that I think have the best chance of getting, definitely the Patriots. They got a ton of cap, and they got a lot to give up. And you, Belichick's – I know he's sometimes a little hesitant to make big moves like that. But if anyone's going to do it, I could definitely see him doing it. I could see the Bears. If they can include, you know, a potentially Khalil Mack, um, Eddie Jackson, a big name. They won't do that. I'll tell you why in a sec, though. All right. Um, yeah, if they can include someone else to drop cap, you know, they don't sign A-Rob, they don't sign Mitch. They, they got some money to work with. Another team, uh, the, again, the 49ers, like you said, they get rid of some guys, you know, or they might have to trade, you know, s- someone on their defense that's really valuable. I don't exactly, you know, who they would have to trade. But, yeah, maybe that. I think it's worth it. Uh, the Panthers, that's for sure. They trade that number eight pick along with another first rounder and maybe like I don't really know. There's maybe Brian Burns. I don't know if they'd be willing to trade him, but definitely gotta trade a ton for him. And there's there I agree with 
even the Lions, I agree with what you said. There should be 15 teams calling. This never happens. A top five quarterback yeah. that mm-hmm. has potential to be the best quarterback in the NFL being traded. I just, you know, I know you think he's not going to go, and I don't either. I think the only chance he goes if he says the words, I will not play for the Houston Texans. But it really seems like it's going to get there. What do you think? I mean, I looked into his contract, and so he's he's he can withhold the services. But also, if the team were to trade him somewhere, he, he has to prove that he'd want to be traded to that team. I mean, there's a few teams that I was thinking of, like I said. But the 49ers, not the 49ers, Houston said, if we trade, for example, the nine, Houston would not want Garoppolo if they were to trade, um, <laughs> if they were to trade Watson because they don't want Garoppolo has a big contract. They don't want to. They don't want to deal with that cap space. So they would have. So San Fran would have to deal with Garoppolo and like they have some free agents like Verrett would have to walk. Yuschek would have to walk. Sherman would have to walk. But they already said Sherman's not returning. I mean, we'll see. But the thing with Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson, Eddie Jackson. I th- it was right now a top three highest paid safety in the league. He actually might even be number one. He got a big contract last season or two seasons back in Khalil Mack. He's one of the highest paid defensive players. We have to be real, real with ourselves. <laughs> Anybody, everybody in Chicago knows what they just want to say. He's playing horrible. He's not worth all this money right now. He's not even a top three player on our defense. Alex, we have to be real with ourselves. He's playing horrible. You can talk about this double coverage or stuff. He's just more, more fatigued. He can't play as many snaps. I'm done with Mack right now. Ever since the first season he's got there, he hasn't really been able to do anything. That's just me. Alex. All right, I want to respond to that one. All right, I agree with what you said. He's definitely the second best player on the defense behind Roquan Smith. You know, he's still maybe a top 15, top 10 God, defensive nope. player in the league, in my opinion. He's still a beast. He's still just a great, you know, defensive force to have. I agree if we could find a way to trade him for. Why can't we trade him for a second round pick and then we have all that cap money? I don't know. I mean, yes, he's definitely not worth the money, 100%. But he's a good guy to have. A second-round pick, no. I, I think I think we need, you know, again, Houston has so much cap money if they were to trade Watson. I don't think it'd be foolish of Houston to get, you know, he's like 28 years old. I think it'd be a good move for both teams, yeah. in my opinion. There's no one else that Houston's going to get, offense or defense, that's going to make a difference. You know, Khalil Mack's a yeah. great leader. He's going to help your young defensive players, so. I, that's what I have to say, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be hard. I mean, Houston, there's some ways. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think there's a chance, especially Fuller leaves. I think he can hold out. Houston's $10 million over the cap right now. So they're going to have to find a way to sign Will Fuller because that's the final string that's even uh, making Watts not making Watson say I'm leaving like in public. I, I've People have been telling me he's on vacation. He's not spoken with the team. Be very interesting, but the Miami one's very interesting because they can trade Tua, they can trade the one three, which was Houston's pick. But Laramie Tunsil, what, what a bad trade that was! That was Mr. Bill O'Brien, and they might trade a few, one more, one or two more first round picks. So that's realistic. And also, Houston's ten million dollars over the cap. Now they'll have thirty thirty million dollars in cap, thirty million dollars to spend in the offseason because they get rid of Watson's $40 million contract and two was on his rookie deal. I don't know. Somebody just to throw out there. Um, let's talk about this. Bears future. I mean, it, 
we can say, oh, let's run it back with Mitch. We can run it back. We can go eight and eight and make it the playoffs, which we are very lucky because the NFC was weak this year. We can go eight and eight and make the playoffs, but we're going to lose in the first round anyway. And frankly, we got lucky that we played the Saints because they're not that great in the playoffs. I, I, Nagy had a really good post-game uh, press conference. He was talking about people were asking about the Anthony Miller play. What we said, he said, our team Wednesday morning, we showed a video of some clips about that. He told our guys not to do that. That's on Nagy. You can say it's on, on the player. It's both of them. That culture needs to change down there in Chicago. It starts with Pace. It starts with Ted Phillips. And it ends with Nagy and Trubisky. Clean house there. We have a defense. People think our team's ready to win now. I don't even know if our defense is. I mean, we, we're an old team in a way. We got some key guys that are on defense that are getting older. Like team Hicks, we have to decide what we want to do. Um, Mac, like we said, Trevathian, we signed him to a, uh, like a $11 million deal this offseason, but I think it was only one or two years. So that's not a problem. I mean, we let Floyd go in free agency. That was the biggest free agency steal for the Rams. Floyd came out and said it Saturday night. The, the defensive coaches did, for Chicago were not letting me do my thing. He's very upset about that. Alex, I think they got to bring in like Eric Robert Sal to change the culture, and they got to get Mitch out of there. Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, personally, I would do a clean sweep. Nagy, Pagano, Pace, Mitch, my opinion. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think they'll ride Nagy. I think they'll fire. Definitely Pagano's done. Pagano. Yeah. Talk Pagano. I think Pace may be gone. I think we're going to ride with Mitch and Nagy for one more year. It's so stupid. You know, Mitch isn't terrible. I don't call Mitch terrible. He's just so average. So average. Yeah, he's so mediocre. And, yeah, I like what you said about Chicago's defense. Yeah, I agree. We might not be ready to win now. We're, in, I would say we're a top 10 defense. I wouldn't say we're a top 5 defense. You yeah. can't You can't win with a top 5 defense in, like, a mediocre offense. So, you know, Chicago's got some big decisions to make, like what you said, what to do with Hicks, what to do with Mac, uh, what to do with, obviously, Mitch, Nagy, all, you know, the whole front. So, I think my prediction is that Pace and Magano are gone this year, Mitch, Nagy gone next year. It's just so stupid. You know, why hesitate one more year to do a rebuild? And it's not even a rebuild. You bring in a rookie quarterback and he balls out. We got a solid team, so you know we have a great run attack. Oh, we we should also talk about a Rob. Doesn't look like a Rob's gonna come back. So yeah, I mean we have we're, we're lacking in wide receiver position, quarterback position, offensive line position, um, even the safety position. Tayshawn Gibson's done. You know Trevathian, he's probably gone. Hicks gone. It's very close to a rebuild, in my opinion. See, I disagree with you because if they were to fire anybody, it's gonna be. Nagy not pace because the, if they were to bring in a new GM, he's going to want to hire a new coach. And here's the thing: we're not doing a rebuild. If Matt, as long as Matt Nagy is the head coach, we're not doing a rebuild. Yeah, that's just that's just in my mind. And like we said, and like I say this all the time: you build, you build your team around. These are four things you need with your team: cap money, a culture, and a coach. O line, D line, and quarterback. Sorry, that's five. But that's how you build a team. There's no team that has a good O-line, a good D-line, and a good quarterback. You, you can say whatever about their head coach. That's not a contender right now. It's at start, you build, all the other positions can be filled. But it starts with the culture. It starts with your O-line, D-line, and quarterback. And I, I, I don't know. I've just been very upset about that. There's no point 
of riding MVP Mitch one more year, I think what's going to happen is I think they're going to bring him back. I think they're going to bring him back on a one-year $15 million deal. Pace is going to call up his agent, but they're going to pro- – but they can't – but they're not going to – they're going to tell Mitch we can't promise that we're not going to draft anybody. So, Yeah, I, I, I just don't see us – you know, Foles is locked in for one more year, so I don't see us rocking Foles, Mitch, and a rookie quarterback. So I think if Mitch stays back, we're not drafting anyone. If Mitch goes, we draft someone – or get Deshaun, Dak, I don't know, someone like that. You know, it's either draft or big free agent if Mitch is gone. Yeah, yeah and you're saying, like, the McCaskey family is just too nice. And Ted Phillips, I, yeah. I, I, I can't even do with that. I, I can't even deal with them, to be honest with you. And with A-Rob and everything, the only way we got Watson is if we get rid of Max somehow for some picks. I mean, that frees up so much cap money, but we'll see. Um, Let's just talk about this. The Washington football team was at home versus Tampa. They lost. No one was no one was really surprised about that. Everybody picked Tampa, but Heineke. I mean, Ron Rivera said in the press conference, uh, he played very good, and the QB position, it, they're really going to prioritize. Alex Smith might retire, and I mean, we're going to see what happens. But I think Heineke is at least going to. Yes, it's one good game, but Heineke will, will be a part of the decision. Now he's going to be a factor in what they do with him. I personally think they're going to bring in either like Matthew Stafford. Or Cam, I think Cam, I think the, I think there's like a chance to bring in Cam. Washington football team is a lot of money, or they can draft someone. But if you're a football team, and I know, and I think football team would agree, or football team fans, what's the point of just making it to the first round? You you could have that nine or ten pick right now just to lose. I mean, whatever. It's nice being in the playoffs and all, but I don't know, Alex. You think Heineke is a legitimate shot? It's starting next season. Yeah, I think what they're going to do is they're going to, you know, Smith has one more year in his contract. I just looked it up. You're going to keep Heineke one more year. And you rock with Heineke. You start the year with him, actually. And if he sucks or at least just plays average, you put in Smith. You know, this yeah. guy, he, he put on a great performance, and, and you have to acknowledge that. And they don't exactly have a good draft pick. So you're better off, you know, going one more year. They got a strong defense. I know you're kind of saying win now. But their defense is so young that they're going to have a great defense for the next years to come. He, he really yeah. balled out, and I just think they have to give him one more shot. But their defense is so good. Chase Young, Monta Sweat, Kendall Fuller, they're so young, so good. You're going to see – Collins. Yep, you're going to – they have a top five defense right now. You're going to see them be number one, one or two more years. And, you know, they got a great coach in Ron Rivera, so – I think you go one more year, and then if that doesn't work out with either Heineke or Smith, you drop the quarterback. I think this one's very interesting because, I, like I said before, I think Smith's going to retire. They do have Kyle Allen. He could be their backup. And if Heineke were to start, they're paying this guy no money. Like, this guy was upgraded off of their practice squad. Washington, I think, is, like, the fourth most cap money. Right now, their priority should be signing Brandon – just re-signing Brandon Sheriff. He's a free agent, and possibly, I think – there's a lot of these free agent wideouts, and there's some wideouts on the trade market. I wouldn't be surprised if there's if they bring in. I know Sims played great the other night. I wouldn't be surprised if they trade for a wideout or they get a wideout in free agency. Their biggest priority should be re-signing Brandon Sheriff, finding what they're going to do with the QB position. I know uh, Heineke and Sims have this connection, but I could I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in a wideout. And as for the Washington defense, I think they're top two defense. I think the two best defenses in the league are the Rams, and the football team. But like I said. The football team have a good O-line and a good D-line, and they made it to the playoffs. Yes, they're 7-9, but they still made it to the playoffs. And 
I mean, they're better than everybody in the division, and all all they need is a quarterback. I mean, that's a place for Watson to, to go. I mean, I don't know if Watson would say he'd want to go there, but that, that's a huge possibility. But I do think they could get someone. Like, they can take on Matthew Stafford's contract. They can take on Matt Ryan's contract. They can take on Derek Carr, Cam. They can take on all those guys. But their biggest priority should be re-signing Brandon, re-signing Brandon Scher. Um, Colts, it was a very close game for very close game versus Buffalo. Uh, the Colts are lucky they got that call to the end. I do not want Brad Allen referring all my any of my games. I always, I never, I never liked him as a ref. Um, I never thought he was good. I couldn't believe he got a playoff game, by the way. But you think this is one? You think this was Philip Rivers' last game of his career? Because if the he said before, if the Colts don't resign me, I'm out because he's a free agent. Should the Colts resign him? Uh, it's a tough call to be honest. He played really good. You know, he played really average, above average. And with their roster, they need to get a free agent quarterback. Um, maybe, you know, you throw the bag at Dak Prescott. You trade for Deshaun Watson. You know, there's two really good quarterbacks. You know, you trade for Matt Stafford. I think that's the most popular thing. Even Matt Ryan can win a Super Bowl with that team, in my opinion. So you definitely need to prioritize the quarterback position, not being Phil Rivers, because he's not going to win the Super Bowl. And like you said, they got a sick D-line and a sick O-line, a great roster attack. Taylor's going to be the best running back in the league next year, at least one of. And then you got Pittman, who's really going to break out next year, in my opinion. I think you maybe get a free agent wide receiver guy like Juju, even, you know, A.B. Who knows what happens with A.B.? So you definitely add another strength in the wide receiver position. Their secondary is very strong. Blackman, second year. You know, you got Blackman, Taylor, and Pittman, all second year, all due to breakout. So I love this Colts team. I think if they can get even just a Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is still a solid quarterback. He's got a really bad O-line. All he's got is really because Julio's been hurt most of the season. Matt Ryan could 100% be a top 10 quarterback on that team. So and same Stafford could be a top five quarterback, top five quarterback, yeah, with that team. So I'm really excited what Agreed. to see with these, see what this Colts team does this offseason. See, I'm looking at this from a few ways. The Colts have some cap money more than most other teams. They do have a draft pick. I, they traded Buckner away from a first round, but that was last year, so they used that on Kim Love, uh, the 49ers. Because Don's are retired today. I addressed an O-lineman. They're going to have a later pick, but there's – besides Penny Sewell, there's two or three other left tackles in the draft. I don't know their names, but that are projected to go high. I draft them. I draft one of those left tackles. Then what I do, there's a lot of QBs out there. MVP Mitch. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I don't know why he'd want to – I don't know why he'd want – I don't know why he'd want to stay with Chicago. That's just me. I think there's better opportunities out there. For example, Frank Wright's one of the best play callers in the league. Sam Darnold, I mean, they can bring him in. These guys are on their rookie deal. They do. They can afford. They can. They can sign. They can trade for Matthew Stafford or Matt Ryan, but they'll put them close to over the cap. So then you won't be able to sign some other free agency. I think they could. I think they could be one of the teams to get Galladay or Juju. I personally would like to see Juju the Raiders. Allen Robinson's market value is around twenty million. So I don't know if they're they can afford that with bringing another quarterback. But we'll see. Godwin, teams are going to overpay for him. But that's going to be a very interesting one to watch, watch out for. They also could draft a quarterback, but they also have Jake, Jacob Eason as their backup. I personally don't think Phil Rivers is the best option because also you're going to have to pay him. He's a free agent, so he's going to need a whole new contract. 
I don't want to deal with that. I'd rather give Mitch like 10, 15 million or Darnold on his rookie deal. But I'd, otherwise, I'd rather pay. I'd rather have Stafford or Matt Ryan on my team with huge contracts rather than have Philip Rivers at mediocre play. And I think this team's an immediate contender. Um, I think they have everything there. They got some defense. They don't need to draft any defense. And I think right now, I think this team could be the closest. I think I think that they're the closest team to the Chiefs in my mind if they get a quarterback. They'll be better than Buffalo. Buffalo's probably not going to have Brian Dayball next year. I don't know if that means for Josh Allen. We'll talk about that in the offseason. There's some few other teams with the Browns and the Steelers and the Ravens. But I think the Chiefs, Colts are the – I think they can beat – the Chiefs, if they get a quarterback, that's just me. Alex, you I couldn't, I couldn't agree more for sure. Next year, if they get a competent quarterback, for sure. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I, I mean, I agree. Steelers QB situation. They're forty million over. They're thirty million over the cap. They got to draft somebody. I mean, Big Ben. I don't know what they're going to do with him. They're not going to release Big Ben, and he's not going to get traded. So that's going to be really interesting. I, they love Ben, but I think both sides have seen it part ways. But this is a team that can't trade for a quarterback that has a big contract. With the only people I can see, Darnold, he's still on his rookie deal. But remember, this will be Darnold's last year on his contract. So then he's a free agent. So I think Pittsburgh's best route is just to draft someone. That's just me, Alex. You agree? Yeah, it's just going to be tough to get a really good – I know the quarterback class is definitely deep, but it's going to be tough to get someone – it's going to be good enough. You know, again, I think they're win now with that strong defense, good, o, solid O-line, and great receivers. I think they're win now, personally. It's a weird decision. Again, they're kind of like the Colts, in my opinion. You could trade for a Stafford, Ryan, Darnold, not Mitch, but I would say Stafford, Ryan, Watson, obviously, you know. They can't afford it, though. That's true. Yeah, they definitely can't afford that. Um, But Stafford, they can definitely give up a few picks for him, and – so I think they're win now. Again, I know you think just a hot take. Tomlin's gone. I don't think that. I think Tomlin is like Bill Belichick. He retires. You don't fire him. So it's going to be interesting to see what the Steelers do. I think Big Ben's going to retire. It was very sad to see him crying at the end of that game. You know, it's Big Ben. Even if you don't like him as a football fan, you got to, you know, it's Big Ben. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. They got some other free agents like Juju. Juju has a few options. He definitely is going to want to stay with Pittsburgh, but they're not going to give him as much as some of these other teams. There's a 20. I think right now there's a 10% chance that he stays. I would give it like 15, 20. Yeah, for sure. Because they got Claypool and Deontay Johnson. We're both amazing. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be stupid if the Steelers paid for him. So it's it's really, it's really actually really weird that they drafted Claypool in the second round, having Deontay Johnson, Juju, and Washington were all solid. Definitely weird, not the point. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be another unpredictable thing. You know, Steelers, Colts, football team, three top five defenses, in my opinion, that all are amazing teams but don't have quarterbacks. So you're going to see some – you're going to see some weird shit this offseason for sure. You know, that's interesting what you said about that you were surprised that they drafted Claypool in the second round. And I'm not because Antonio Brown said a few years back when they drafted Juju – he knew that Pittsburgh was to get rid of him. And then Antonio Brown told Juju, he goes, they're going to do this to you. Just watch out. They know that they, they saw, they saw when they were drafting Claypool, they saw their cap situation in 2021. And they knew that this is going to be Juju's last year. And they're going to be able to get Claypool on a rookie deal. Johnson, Johnson is, will be in Pittsburgh until it, until through, through 2023. So they can always, 
extend him, and then Washington's there through 2022. I don't, I don't, so I, I see what they were doing, but personally, I, I think the best landing spot, not, nah, let me rephrase that. I think the best QB to go to Pittsburgh right now is Mac Jones. If he were to fall, he has weapons at Alabama. Giante Johnson, Claypool are weapons. Ebron's still there. They could draft Najee Harris later. I don't know. We'll see. Washington's there. I think he knows what to do. Mac Jones knows what to do with weapons. So I, I think that could be an I like interesting that. spot for Mac Jones. Yeah, I, I definitely like that. I think a lot of the doubt in Mac Jones is, you know, he looked really great last night, by the way. The doubt yeah. in him is Devonta Smith, Waddle, you know, Harris. They got a ton of guys. But, yeah, if you pair him up with some of those weapons, he'll do the same thing potentially. So I, I definitely like that. And, you know, Mac Jones is projected to go late first right around their pick. I, I totally love that. I don't know why I never thought of that. That's a great option for sure. And he's very smart. He's one of the only QBs in college football that has his master's degrees. And Pittsburgh likes those smart guys. I think Pittsburgh, if they don't fire Tomlin, they got to bring in a new OC for sure. Possibly like Pat Shermer if he doesn't stay in Denver. So that can be very interesting. Um, let's talk about the Tennessee Titans. I picked the Ravens to win this game. So I, was, I was happy that they won. This is going to be a very interesting offseason for Tennessee. It's going to be a big one for Ryan Tannehill. I'll tell you why. Arthur Smith, probably going to get a head coaching job. Corey Davis, John New Smith are both three agents. I mean, we'll see where they go in free agency. I know those guys are in the prime of their careers. They're going to go a place where they're going to go somewhere where a team offers them the most money. So they're both of those guys that are going to go for money. And they have a bad defense. And I, I can't see Tennessee winning anytime soon right now because they don't fix their defense. I mean, they have some cap money. And if uh, and if, if, and if uh, Corey Davis and Johnny would leave, that's going to free up a lot of money. And I think that's the best place for a guy like Khalil Mack, J.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Clowney's not under contract. Those three guys, some big defensive players that are either hitting the free agency market or the trade market to go. I mean, Tennessee needs a guy in defense badly. They're not winning anytime soon. Since they lost, they lost Conklin last year, that was, that was huge. I think Ryan Tannehill's really going to have to prove himself this year. And I, I, I don't even know if I see Tennessee as a playoff team next year, to be honest with I you. totally agree, I think- yeah. You're going to see them rebuilding in approximately two or three years for sure. You know, you don't build around a running back, right? You don't. Yep. It's the biggest yep. mistake mm-hmm. that any team can do. Derrick Henry's amazing, don't get me wrong. But you can't, you know, you look at all the best running backs. Christian McCaffrey, terrible team. Tennessee, inconsistent team. Um, you know, I know there's Nick Chubb, Alvin Kamara, but the boom running backs, you know, Aaron Jones is so great because he's on that offense. And you could say the same. He's out of line. Yeah, you, you can say the same with Nick Chubb, potentially. You can say the same with Alvin Kamara, potentially. I don't, I'm not saying that, but again, it, there's a lot of elite running backs. They're just better off. You know, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. And, you know, yeah, I agree with what you said. Tannehill's really going to have to prove. And also, Tennessee did Corey Davis and Johnny Smith dirty. They were both balling for a lot of the season. And they just didn't use him. They were just like, Henry is our offense. Henry's great and all. But they definitely should have used those three weapons or two weapons plus AJ Brown way more than they did. So, yeah, Titans are definitely going to be in a rebuild in a few years. I am not happy if I'm a Tennessee Titans fan, for sure. Yeah, I'm not either. And I think Brable's a good coach and all, but he's done a bad job with this defense and he got hired. I just want to say it. His model is just like one the fucking rock. And I just 
I don't know. I, if there's two guys they should be building around. It should be A.J. Brown and Adore Jackson. And Dory Jackson hasn't played that good, and he's been getting hurt. So they really got to build around A.J. Brown. You know, Byard's getting older. They don't really have any other guys on defense. Anyone build around a receiver, and they don't have that much money. I mean, they do have some, but they got to be fixing that defense. And they're, they, do have, they don't have the bad O-line. Yes, they have Henry. But like you said, this could be his last year in his prime. And I want to bring up a stat real quick. There has been 8,000 consecutive – okay, so there's been eight people that have ran for 2,000 rushing yards in two, season, in two straight seasons. Only one of them was able to finish top 10 in fantasy next year. That was Chris Johnson. He finished his number 10, and he, and he, and he dropped 150 – and he, he didn't ha- – and he dropped 150 points. I see major regression from Henry. He's still, he's going to go first round. I personally hesitate on taking it. I think Tennessee is a – I do not want to be Tennessee right now. This is a bad spot. Alex and I are going to keep you guys locked and loaded about some of these – about this offseason. I mean, it's a really good offseason. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Seahawks. I mean, Ross, Ross must have got like 30 QB pressures the other night. It was embarrassing for, if you're the O-line. Embarrassing. And they don't have a lot of cap money either. I mean, I'm very nervous for for Seattle. First, firstly, they got to fire. They got to fire their OC. Their defense is good now. Their defense, uh, respect to Jamal Adams for playing. Uh, he must have been very hurt. But Seattle's defense could be really dangerous. They got Dunlap. They got the guy Griffin. They'll resign him. They got Waggles. So I that's that that's the bright side. And they got Russ and they got DK. They're gonna have to worry about resigning Lockett. But their O line is a problem. And there's some and Chris Carson's a free agent this offseason. There's some free agent running backs. Alex and I are gonna talk about this later in the show. Aaron Jones is a free agent. James Conner is a free agent. Kenny Drake's a free agent. Chris Carson's a free agent. Alex, what's the best route? For Seattle this Um, I actually have a hot take about Seattle. I was thinking I'd say it now, but I'm gonna say it for next week. Uh, what's the best route for Seattle? I think, you know, you let. I actually think you resign Carson. Carson's great, and I think he's very under underrated for sure. And I think they can get him on a good deal. Definitely. You know, we'll see how much he asks for, because running back's the most interchangeable position. You know, they got Rashard Penny. He's been playing the last like three weeks. I don't think a lot of people know that, but they drafted him in, like, the second round last season. They could definitely ride with him. Or you re-sign Carson, you rock with him. But, yeah, that defense is going to be really good next year. Bobby Wagner's probably got a few more years left in him. I know Shaquem Griffin might be gone next season. K.J. Wright. He's K- a agent yeah, that's true. I say you re-sign K.J. Wright when Bobby Wagner is going to be gone about one or two more years. And KJ Wright's gonna definitely take his place as the star middle linebacker. Yeah, he's he's thirty one. He's thirty one himself, though. Is he really? So that's where I'm yeah. at. Yeah, and and they don't have a first round pick, and they do not have that much cap money. So it, Seattle's in a bad spot to say. They're the definitely least. in a bad spot for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Seattle's a very interesting one. Um, all right, Alex and I are gonna go through our picks for this week, and then let's just talk about some of the free agent running backs. I think that's very interesting. Okay, Browns Chiefs, who you taking? Browns Chiefs, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Uh, that's not a question for me. I'm taking Mahomes any day. I think this Brown team definitely looked scary last Sunday, but it's Mahomes, it's Kelsey, Hill, Jones, Matthew, um, Schwartz. They got so many guys, and I just don't see them losing first round. But, you know, like I said, I said this one or two more, one or two weeks ago, they even played good football in two months. 
it's definitely a concern. I just think right when playoffs hit, they're really going to get their shit together yeah. and dominate. Um, yeah, but then the Brown, the Red Hot Browns, you know, you got to be, you got to be, you know, scary of them. Miles Garrett, that rest of that defense is not so good. They, they, I know Big Ben threw for 500 yards and it was a lot of garbage, but they're still not great. And that Chiefs defense is really, you know, the most important thing about rest is I think it's almost bad for some of the offensive players, like the quarterbacks and even the wide receivers. But for the defense, two, no, three weeks of rest is just, it's the biggest advantage you'll see. While the Browns defense hasn't had a week of rest in, I don't know when their bye week was, but a while. So you're, you're, you're definitely yeah. going to see the Chiefs win by two scores, in my opinion. I'm going to take yeah, score I mean, prediction. Yeah. I got 35-24. to 24. Ooh, interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to the Chiefs without a doubt either. I mean, we don't know for sure that Stefanski's coaching yet. We're expecting him to coach. Ward's not healthy. Ward's questionable. And their, their star left guard is a pro bowler, Joey Benintino. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He, he missed last week with COVID. I mean, so they got Ward. They got, they got Ward. They got Joey Benintino. I mean, there's some guys. There's some key guys that – have really stepped up for the Browns that I don't know if I have this week. I mean, I don't know if Baker is going to be able to – I don't think – I don't have any faith in Baker. It's in Arrowhead. Arrowhead's one of the stadiums that has fans. I'm going Chiefs. I think Tyreek Hill, he's, his hamstring wasn't healthy the last few weeks of the regular season. He was able to rest it. I'm not worried about Mahomes. And then that defense just got the rest. I'm going Chiefs. Alex, I, I agree. I'm going – what is it? What do you say, 35-24? Yeah. yeah, I'm riding with you too. All right, Buck Saints, who are you taking Ah, uh, this is a really tough one. I'm gonna pick Tom Brady. I, I picked Tom Brady nine out of ten times. They're they're my um prediction for the NFC. I just Brady's playing out of his mind. Me and you definitely had a lot of doubts of Brady for the first half of the season. We said we we pretty yeah. much said he's washed up, but I'm definitely gonna yeah. take that back. He's playing the best football he's played in three years since their last Super Bowl, yeah. and you know, yeah. I I think Belichick. I don't want to say messed up. They won six Super Bowls, but you know it's just a whole different game for him, and he's just you know he's just letting his arm fly. Aaron Aaron's is so it's a new style for Brady, and it's just working out good. And the way Brown Evans and Godwin Gronk, you know, I know I know they're gonna be without Rojo most likely, and maybe Fournette. I don't know what their situation is, but even without those guys, they're such a scary offense. And, you know, the Saints' offense didn't exactly look good. It was very inconsistent. And we know what that Bucks defense is capable of. So, it could that, I, I might take them by more, but the Saints are so good. Drew Brees is not going to lose like that. And they could definitely contain Brady for the first half. So, I'm going to go 27-21 Buccaneers. Dude, I'm just struggling so much about this because I have to take the Bucks. I'm going to tell you why. Yes, they were without Devin White last week, but people on the rest of it, people weren't talking about this. Tampa's D played so bad last week. Yeah. They're not winning the Super they have pro- They probably the best. They have some big names on that defense. I mean, I can't believe they're not the best defense in the league. I mean, they got to step up. I mean, Todd Bowles is interviewing some head for some head coaching jobs this week. I mean, he could, he could, be, he could be thinking about something else. To be honest, I'm really worried about the Tampa Bay defense. I, I have faith in Brady. I'm not worried about that. I don't know what the running back situation is going to be like there. I know they got Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't think Fournette's healthy. Rojo's won't be healthy if he plays. 
I'm going the Saints this one. Mm. I, I'm going the Saints. I, I, I mean, I, I'm going the Saints here because I, I think that duo of Breeze, Breeze, Kamara, MT, and that O-line is deadly, and that Saints D played really good. Um, and they're going to – what's his name on their defense that had 12 sacks this year? I don't know, but he's probably going to be coming back. He's probably going to be coming on back. On the Saints, Hen- Hendrickson? The yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, Hendrickson, yeah. I'm taking the Saints. He's coming back. All right. All right, Ravens, Bills, who are you taking? Bills, I usually bet against Lamar Jackson. I don't know why. It's just kind of my thing. I can't control it. It's just I, I always just see him underperforming. And that Bills defense has looked so good as of lately. They've been getting hot at the right time. You know, they got Trev. They got they got maybe the best secondary in the NFL, Poyer, Hyde, Trev, and then um, what's his name? The guy in the Panthers, Norman. Yeah, he's, Norman. Yeah, Norman. You know, he's solid. And – the, that Josh Josh Allen is so good. There's a legit debate calling him the best quarterback in the NFL. He's definitely been the best of the season, in my opinion. Him or Rodgers, it's close. So he's so good. Diggs is so good. Beasley's so good. And I really can't bet against that team. I've been saying for a while that they're not going to win a playoff game until they establish the run game. But it's really looking like they don't need to. I hope to see Singletary and Moss more involved. But I, I wouldn't count on it. I'm going to take the Bills. 31-28. This one is very hard for me because no one wants, nobody wants to play the Ravens right now. And that's I think that's the one team in the NFL that nobody wants to play. And the Bills. They're hot on the Bills. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going Ravens here. I'm going to tell you why. I think that they're going to have a hard time containing Lamar Jackson. I'm not worried about it. I think they'll be able to stop Marquise Brown. Because they got that secondary, I think I think Andrews is going to have a good game. I think Dobbins will get in the end zone, but I think it's going to come down to will Edmonds be able to will Edmonds be able to really put a be that QB spy on Lamar Jackson. But there's one dot guy on that defense that's going to need to step up, and it's Jerry Hughes. You know, Staley's out. He's been out for the season. He's going to put some pressure on Lamar Jackson. Buffalo D line has to step up. But I don't think they will. I think the Ravens. I think the Ravens' offense to me is going to be too much to handle. The Ravens have a top five D, and Don Martindale, the Ravens' defensive coordinator, should be really should be getting interviewed for head coaching jobs, in my opinion. I'm going Ravens. Alex, you said 31-28. Yeah. I agree with you, but I got Justin Tucker hitting game-winning field goal from 50 plus yards. That's just me. All right, Rams, Packers. Who you taking? You know, the Rams. Let's talk about the Rams first. Then we'll talk about the Packers. Then I'll give you my pick. I've been a huge – first of all, with the Packers, actually. The Packers have just been rolling on teams pretty much all season since about, like, week 10. They're one. They're probably the hottest team in the NFC. And, of course, it's Aaron Rodgers, and they've been playing so well. The Rams, I was a huge Rams supporter till about week 12. I think I overreacted a little bit too much to the Jets game. And then we lost to Seattle, and I wasn't too high on them going into that playoff game, and they really impressed me. That defense is so good. They can't – you can't stop Aaron Rodgers. It's just a fact. You can't stop him. But you can contain yeah. him for sure. Yeah. If they can contain him to three touchdowns in their offense, you know, Cam Akers – I actually want to talk about this. Cam Akers, I said going into the final two weeks of the fantasy football season, I said he's going to be top by running back. Got hurt. It didn't exactly happen because week 16 he played Seattle – and then he got his revenge game and went off. So, in the end of the day, I want to say my prediction was right. So, th- I, I just think Cam Akers really steps up. I think Jared Goff 
you know, play smart, no turnovers, two hundred yards, and I see the Rams winning. I, I'm going thirty. No, I'm going hmm, thirty to twenty-seven. Interesting. What team besides the the Bucks did the the loss to the Colts and the Vikings? Yes. And the and the other and the Bucks. All those teams brought pressure on Aaron Rodgers, especially Tampa Bay. And that and that's what really, really and that's how they crushed the Packers. That's how they crushed them. Now the Rams, I think, have the best have the second best D line in the league. And if Bakhtiari was was playing this game, I think I would actually pick the Packers. But with Bracker, Brackers, and Donald, and what Floyd is doing up there, I think I think Staley's going to bring a is going to blitz them a lot. Donald's question. Wait, I'm checking Donald's play. injury report right now. He's dated him and he did not day practice today. today, but who knows what that actually means? We won't find out till Friday. Keep going. Yeah, I I think they're going to bring pressure on the quarterback. I think that I I Jalen Ramsey's the best corner in the league. I mean, we said this on I said this on TikTok. He's the best corner in the league. I, I think him in staffing Devontae Adams and Williams and Fuller and Johnson, uh, not Kyle Fuller, but he, I think it's his brother. They'll be able to stop all those other wideouts. And then as for Jared Goff, I mean, he's now he's 1-5 under 40 degrees. It's going to be cold in Lambeau. They're going to pound the rock. They're just going to pound the rock. I have faith. I don't have any faith in Jared Goff, but I, I never bet against McVay. You can't bet against McVay, and I have faith in that Rams defense. I have faith in Brandon Saley to really get this Rams defense. Really get this Rams defense to win the game. So that's just me. I'm picking Rams. So, Alex, you said Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, and Rams. I said Chiefs, Saints, Ravens, and Rams. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Guys, we'll save the running backs for next week because Alex and I really want to talk about that a lot. Thank you guys for listening. Guys, the views have been up lately, so we're very happy about that. Drop a like and rate rate us on Apple. Also, leave a review. DM us on Instagram if you really like the Hot Take Tuesday because Alex and I are going to keep doing those. It's been your boy Grant and Alex. Go follow us 